Rugby, Leinster League Division 2B. Another narrow defeat for Tullow as Watson lands two long-range kicks. Article by Kieran Murphy. Score, Tullow 25 points, Wicklow 27 points. Two superb kicks from distance, one a conversion and the other a penalty, stole victory from right under Tullow's noses in this Leinster League Division 1B game in Tullow on Sunday. Ben Watson was the Wicklow hero when he landed a conversion from the left-hand corner with just five minutes left to leave his side, trailing by a single point. In injury time, he was on target from just inside his own half as he guided the ball towards the left-hand post and allowed the left-to-right wind steer the ball over the black spot. For the third time in three weeks, Tullow have lost by either one or two points. Here, they have nobody to blame but themselves. For most of the game, they had done everything right. Yet, when leaders were required to close out the game, no one stood up. A lost line-out, incorrect decision-making and nobody to put boot to ball, forcing Wicklow to attack from deep as they chased the game. It hadn't always been like that. Five minutes in, Tullow went in front when Paul Canavan changed the direction of play, dinked through and William Kelly touched down. There was an element of doubt to Canavan's conversion attempt, which courted the right hand upright. Referee Bernie White had no doubt, raising his hand into the air. Wicklow hit back as Watson gave a hint of what was to come when landing a difficult penalty into the wind on the left. Canavan cancelled that out with a penalty of his own. A brilliant solo try by Wicklow left-winger Noah Sheridan, which was again converted, levelled matters on 25 minutes. Wicklow erred from the restart when they threw in Crooked on the line-out and conceded a scrum. The Tullow pack were solid most of the day, and when they got the shove on, the referee had no decision to make when awarding the penalty try to give Tullow a deserved 17 points to 10 lead at the interval. The home side had to put in hard graft after the interval and successfully defended their line as Wicklow threw everything at them. They hit back and Canavan stretched the lead with another penalty. More Wicklow pressure yielded another converted try to set up an intense last quarter. It was Tullow's turn to camp on the opposition line and when the shove came on, Scott Colbeck was credited with getting the touchdown. The conversion attempt was unsuccessful but eight points behind, Wicklow needed to score twice to win the game. Being league leaders makes you believe and Tullow handling errors were pounced upon. When the home side failed to secure possession close to their own line, Mark Higgins took the scoring pass right on the corner flag. Incredibly, Watson found the posts, and now Wicklow were only a point behind. It was here Tullow needed to make the right decisions. Just inside their half and with the game ticking towards the final whistle, they repeatedly took the ball into contact. Wicklow scrapped like hell, making big tackles and slowing the possession. Tullow continued to recycle the ball. The mistake was coming and when the Slaney siders were pinged, the sense of foreboding floated around the ground. From the moment the ball left Watson's boot, Tullow were doomed. They erred once again from the kick-off when kicking dead. Wicklow just needed clean ball and when this came, scrum half Mark Higgins gleefully kicked dead to ensure his side stayed top of the league table. The teams, Wicklow, Aaron Byrne, Oscar Hayes, Jack Dunn, 
Alex Porter, Noah Sheridan, Ben Watson, Mark Higgins, David Nicholson, Jack McKenna, Neil Dickinson, Stephen Swan, Jack McGrath, Neil Kearney, Jonathan Hopkins, Dylan Byrne, the subs, Mark Cullen, Aina Killeen, Savanaka Tulmatini Saga, Dennis Higgins, Fionn Luddy, the Tolo team, Philip Dean, Ryan O'Neill, Connor Lenehan, Garrett Fitzgerald, William Kelly, Paul Canavan, Dylan Laybourne, Scott Colbeck, Aaron O'Brien, Tom Cashin, Joe Waters, Martin Cole, Jack MacDonald, James O'Brien, John Hanbidge. The subs, Spencer Hanbidge, William Cass O'Brien, Des MacDonald, Keahu Bloomfield, Frank Murphy. Rugby Leinster League Division 2B. Early tries inflict major blow to Carlo's promotion hopes. Article by John Shirley. The score, Carlo 5, Mullingar 14. Carlo's hopes of gaining promotion in the Leinster League this season took a bad hit at Oak Park on Sunday when they went down by a 14 points to 5 scoreline to visitors Mullingar. The Midlanders had come to Oak Park on the back of three successive wins, including against Tullow last week. But Carlo too had recent form and had beaten Sunday's visitors in Mullingar by 18 points to 7 last October. Playing with the aid of a strong wind, Mullingar were fastest out of the blocks. Within 15 minutes, they had crossed the Carlo line twice. The tries scored by their centre Alan Brabazon and second row Lemecki were well worked, but poor defence was also a factor. Both tries were converted by out-half Stuart Flynn. Mullingar didn't score again, but neither did they need to. Carlo had come back from a bigger deficit a month ago against table-toppers Boyne, but on Sunday, this sort of form deserted the Oak Park side. Instead, the supporters had to watch a litany of knock-ons, kicks out on the full and lack of cohesion and all-round focus. For their part, once they got their lead, Mullingar put up shutters, eliminated errors and penalties and defended tightly for the rest of the game. Ironically, Carlo's best play came in the last 10 minutes of the first half while they were down to 14 men and still playing into the wind. They were camped on the Mullingar line, but even then they were held up, resulting in the defenders getting a goal line dropout as per the newest rugby rules. Trailing by nil to 14 at the start of the second half, the Oak Park side still had plenty of time to mount a comeback, but on the day it was Mullingar that showed the greater hunger. Strong players such as James Nolan and Wes Shirley didn't spare themselves, but they were running into traffic rather than open spaces. Ross Byrne came off the bench to help strengthen the first row of the scrum. Jeff McDermott came into the scrum half slot to speed up the service to the backs. But to the frustration of the supporters, every time Carlo looked like making progress, another error was made. The previously dangerous Carlo centres David McDermott and Kayvon Brennan were tightly marked. Eventually, in the last play of the game, Carlo fullback Richard White got through for a try in the corner. In order to salvage a losing bonus point, the conversion was needed. From beside the touchline, Richard's valiant effort looked good, but hit the post and fell the wrong side for the home team. Wicklow and Boyne, the two sides above Carlo in the Leinster League table, both scored wins at the weekend opening the gap to nine and seven points respectively. 
Carlo has still to play both of these teams in away matches. The Oak Park side could have done with five or even four points at Oak Park on Sunday. The Carlo J1 team, Richard White, Sam Cullen, Dave McDermott, Kayvon Brennan, Ben Crotty, Dan Crotty, Isaac Daly, Larry McGrath, Connell Slater, Keen Clark, Owen Edgehill, Wes Shirley captain, Connor Moore, Johnny Murphy, James Nolan, the subs, Ross Byrne, Jeff McDermott, Connor Tracy, Paddy Mackey, John White. Carlo Soccer, Nationalist Premier Division. Crettyard put finishing woes behind them to hit five against Kaleshin. Article by Harry Shorthose. And the scores, Crettyard United 5, Kaleshin nil. Crettyard have struggled in the recent weeks after being knocked out of the Shield and LFA Junior Cup and losing to Bally Murphy in the league. Finishing and taking their chances has been a huge issue, but there was no such issues on Sunday morning as they romped to a comfortable 5-0 win over Kaleshin, who had been top of the table at the early stages of the season. It was a tale of two halves in a way, as Kaleshin put Crettyard under enormous pressure in the first half before the wheels fell off in the second half and they couldn't get near the ball. Kaleshin came out firing as Crettyard were jittery given their recent form. An early Dragos Mamaliga effort was palmed away by John Dunphy in the Crettyard goal before Adam Steed shot wide from the right. Ten minutes in, Kaleshin thought they had scored and were celebrating already when a Steed cross from the right found the head of Kieran Hennessy, only for John Dunphy to somehow save it. Crettyard started to grow into the game a bit more as it went on and forced Kaleshin into giving away frees in their own half. The first of which from Mikey Byrne from the right midway into the Kaleshin half was headed away by Mamaliga and cleared, before a Craig Comerford free from the right was cleared by Jake Hockney. Lee Salter went close 15 minutes in, having a shot from the left saved. Steed should have opened the scoring for Kaleshin when he flashed a shot across the box from the right four minutes later. 20 minutes in, a burn free for Cretty Yard on the right was played down the line to Ryan Byrne in the channel who crossed in, with Danny Doyle just a few inches short of heading in for the opening goal. Four minutes later, an Evan Lowry corner from the right was hit wide, before Craig Comerford tried to set up Jack Brady down the left-hand side, but he just couldn't get to the ball. On the half-hour mark, Mamaliga looked set to score, but was denied by a good block from Mark Lyons. Ten minutes before half-time, Doyle was played in down the right-hand channel and made good ground despite having a Kaleshian defender trailing him and turned his marker at the last second to shoot past Isaac Talent at the near post to open the scoring for Cretty Yard. This kicked Cretty into gear. Lee Salter went close down the right but shot into the side netting while Lowry had a free cleared for Kaleshian. On the stroke of half-time, Jack Brady sent a ball into the box from the right-hand side just over the halfway line and found the head of Salter, who headed in at the back post, to give Crettyard a two-goal cushion going into the break. Colin Osborne tried a long-range shot too that went just over the bar. It was one-way traffic in the second half as Kaleshin failed to even register a shot on target and Crettyard ran through them easily. Two minutes in, Ryan Byrne converted from the right to make it three, and game over. 
Ten minutes in, Brady put Byrne through one-on-one and he shot past Talent for four. On the hour mark, Anthony Fitzpatrick found himself through but somehow shot wide. Three minutes later, an effort came in from the left but Doyle couldn't get on the end of it. With 20 minutes to go, Doyle was played through on goal, but a last gasp tackle from Sean Fitzpatrick saved Kilesian's blushes. However, he wouldn't be denied two minutes later as he scored from the right to make it five. With seven minutes to go, Comerford beat Scott Roycroft down the left and crossed into the box, but Fitzpatrick headed out for a corner. Shane Boogie headed the ensuing corner wide. Crettyard hung on for a big win that reignites their season. The teams. Cretty Yard United. John Dunphy, Mark Lyons, Craig Comerford, Bobby Dowling, Mikey Byrne, Jack Brady, Ryan Byrne, Colin Osborne, Lee Salter, Anthony Fitzpatrick. The subs. Shane Boogie, Niall Purcell, Luke Marr, Luke Ramsbottom, Chris Marr, Jason Enright, Matt Kelly. Kileshin. Isaac Talent, Scott Roycroft, Sean Fitzpatrick, John Fleming, Jake Hockney, Ian Brennan, Adam Steed, Evan Lowry, Kieran Hennessy, Michal O'Rourke, Dragos Mamaliga. The subs Julian Strain, Sol Yabre, Liam Seary, Connor Hart, Aaron Dorgan, Niall Scully. Carlo Soccer Nationalist Premier Division. Dempsey's late brace inflicts a fifth successive defeat on Parkville. Article by Tom Begley. The score. Dolman Celtic 1, Parkville United 2. Owen Dempsey struck twice in 10 minutes late on to win the game for Parkville as Dolman slipped to a fifth consecutive defeat in the league to leave them in a battle against the drop. Parkville began well but were twice denied by the woodwork in a goalless first half. Keane Madden was the first to be denied by the goal frame when his header came back off the crossbar on 25 minutes. Dempsey then saw his shot rebound off the post after being set up by TJ Kavna on the half hour. It wasn't all one-way traffic and Celtic's Joe Doran dragged an effort wide after being put through on goal by Keelan Lacey as the sides went into the break at nil all. The second half saw Kavna fire wide early on before Dolman took the lead in bizarre fashion. John Nangle's long pass from inside his own half was caught by the wind bounced over the United keeper and into the net just after the hour mark. Tyrus O'Rock had a chance to double the lead shortly afterwards, but his effort was well saved. With 15 minutes left, Dempsey had Parkville level when Celtic failed to clear a Kavanagh corner and he pounced on the loose ball to make it one all. Parkville piled forward in search of a winner and it arrived five minutes from time. Kavanagh again with the assist as Dempsey slotted his and United's second. The drama didn't end there, however, and with time almost up, Dolman won a corner. Keelan Lacey's delivery was perfect, and Colin Nolan thought he'd equalised, only for the ball to hit the underside of the crossbar. The rebound fell to Joe Dorn, but his snapshot was saved by Jason Murphy, as United held on for the points. Owen Dempsey, TJ Kavna and Dylan Sheridan impressed for the winners, while Colin Nolan, Lorcan Canavan and Ben Dourley were best for Celtic. Soccer scores. Nationalist Premier Division, Dolman Celtic 1, Parkville United 2. Slaney Rovers 4, St. Patrick's Boys 0. Carlo Soccer LFA Junior Cup, New Oak Boys 3, 
Rathout Harps Mead 2. Carlo Soccer Under 19 LGA Cup Thomastown Nil Collection FC 2. Carlo Soccer Tully's Travel Division Collection FC B 2. Mill Celtic 3. St Patrick's Boys B 3. Parkville United B 0. Crettyard United B 1. Bagnallstown AFC 3. Carlo Soccer JF Sports Under 17 League Parkville 1. Burn Celtic 3. Ballymurphy 1. Collection 4. Hanover 10, Nurney 0, St Anne's 3, St Joseph's 4. Carlo Soccer Whites Pharmacy Division 2, St Joseph's 4, Hanover Harps B 2. Round Tower Rovers 6, New Oak Boys B 1. Nurney Villa 0, Burren Celtic 2, Fort Barrington FC 2, Slaney Rovers 0. Carlo Soccer LFA Women's Cup, Balrath County Meath 3, New Park 4 after extra time.